the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From Talk 910 KNEW San Francisco, this is Rob Black. Rob talks about your money every weekday, live and local, from 10 to noon. Enjoy the show. This is Rob Black on 910 AM. It's a show primarily about money, but it's about a lot of other stuff, too. And if there's anything about it you don't like, it might be about your mama. Rob doesn't sell anything. He's not trying to get you to buy something. He's just telling you what he thinks. The decisions you make about your money are up to you. If you do something stupid, it's not his fault. And if you buy something and make a kajillion dollars from it, nice work, genius. It's Rob Black on 910 AM. More stimulating talk. Live from the Bay Area, your money, your life. This is Rob Black. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Get your calls on the air. That's right. You can get your calls in the air. Anything you want to talk about. Typically money-oriented is ideal, but we can talk other issues as well. Investing economy. Uh, death. Taxes. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Pretty simple. I get up every day. I dedicate my day to getting you towards a nest egg. I figured that out. That's my shtick. That's my goal. That's my my angle is to get people to build up their nest eggs so they can live from age 60 to 100. And I don't care if you're the 25-year-old hottie. I don't care if you're the 50-year-old who saved nothing. I think uh, retirement should have some glory inside of it. Lord knows we can play glory days each and every day and talk about how great things were in the late 90s and early 2000s. But that's just going to constantly remind us that we probably didn't save as much as we should have. We probably overspent more than we should have. I got to get uh, I gotta get me some Bruce Springsteen, some <laughs> glory days. We as a nation, we live in our glory days a little bit too much. You know it and I know it. I'm not a belly aker. I'm not a whiner. You won't find me uh, apologizing and looking back with regret. I got to do what I can at this point in time. So I got this crazy email from a guy a couple days ago that just was on fire. He was mad at me. He was angry at me. In large part because he watched me on television. And I don't think I'm the best, world's best looking man, but <laughs> God, he... he he referred to me as a sour caca face. <laughs> what a great way to start the day. You got a sour caca face. I get it's funny because you can criticize someone on radio. You know, Rush Limbaugh does it. You know, I do it. Uh, am I comparing myself to Rush? No. You know, Savage does it. Criticizing people on radio is so easy to do. And you'll go, sweet, we hate politicians, and you'll be behind me. But as soon as you criticize someone on television, it's a lot more sterile. And when they see you physically doing it, it makes them uncomfortable. Difference between radio and television. I talk a lot about a lot of uncomfortable things. And it's easier to do and easier for people to accept on radio. But anyway, this guy goes, um, I just thought this was a great email. I saw you on the news last night. Heard your comments about the economy and unemployment. 
I just had to say this. Many Americans have bought into the idea that higher education will give us broader horizons out there for us. But this currently is a bunch of lies. I've got bachelor's degrees. I've been looking for work for almost a year. Many of my friends are in the same boat. Many of them have master's degrees, top-tier universities. Many students are graduating in today's world only to find that there are new jobs for them. I talked about on TV, I said, you know, uh, during this employment cycle or unemployment cycle, the cream of the crop rises at the top. I'll give you an example. I replaced Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller didn't have the best ratings on this station. I've got better ratings. I don't have the greatest ratings. I'm not the king of radio, but the cream of the crop came along. Dennis Miller did a great job, right? You got to have some ratings. In this day and age, you got to have some ratings. Now, again, that's just a, a simple way of saying this. Uh, hedge funds, in their job is to make money in up markets, down markets. The ones that went out of business, the ones that lost their shirts in the down market, they, they're gone. So the, the best hedge funds are out there. The best mutual funds are out there at this point in time. It's, it's an economic cycle that's happening right now that unemployment's very high. So anyway, <laughs> he goes on to talk about uh, there's a lot of people out there with brilliant minds who get untapped due to the stranglehold our economy has presented. Bad decisions from policymakers and corporate giants have ruined the very fabric of our once thriving nation along with Wall Street and overseas banking institutions. This is a guy who hasn't been through a cycle. This is a guy who hasn't seen a recession. Oftentimes, so what I'll tell you is go talk to people with gray hair. They've been through a recession. You know what? It ain't that bad. We don't have anything in our Constitution that guarantees us jobs. We don't have anything in our Constitution that guarantees us BMWs if the economy's good. We got nothing along those lines on the either the side, sad side or the great side. We got a lot of laws out there that you know you gotta position yourself for. When you die, how much taxes do you pay? I would assume that's going to get worse because it's a hell lot of easier to tax a dead person than it is someone who's living, i.e. dead people don't vote. So this guy was pretty angry. Um, he goes, it amazes me that you're employed. Hey, I'm jealous that a guy like you with constant baloney and a sour caca face could make it so far. Lucky you. So I responded back and I said, I see why you don't have a job. You get the mind of a 16-year-old with lines like your constant baloney and sour caca face. Only get you so far. Your analysis about people losing their jobs and their 401ks is off base and shows lack of understanding basic math and how investing works. So I worked as an analyst for 10 plus years. I had a business that I built that had a billion dollars in sales. My, my break was my rigor, my tenacity, my, my loyalty, and my vigor. So a lot of people know less than what they think they know. So anyway. Um... So he ultimately apologized. He comes back and he apologizes because he realizes he's young and that this recession too will end. In my email, I said, you know, relax, be patient. You'll cover. You'll do okay. You got a good education. Now, the biggest problem probably is that he's looking for a job here. There's not a lot of jobs here right now. There's tons of jobs in other cities. Some cities are thriving. Some real estate markets are growing. You know, it's not San Francisco. I loved living in San Francisco, the marina, the sexiest women on the planet. You couldn't go into the Safeway Marina without getting freaked out of your mind because every guy was 6'5", and every girl was gorgeous. I'm six foot two, and it freaks me out to see someone who's taller than me. And the marina at one point in time, in our glory days, had the best and the, best and the brightest. Now the best and the brightest are saying, you know what? Competition for jobs is too tough here. Landlords are having to slash their rents. 5, 10, 15, 20% in the Bay Area, in large part because the best and the brightest, the young people with college educations, they're taking their marketable skills elsewhere. 
I, I, don't, I don't see how people look for work for 9 to 12 months. I think that's insanity. You work for 40 years of your life at the most. And some people are taking a year off looking for a job. Go to where the freaking jobs are. If you, want to, if you want to be fully employed, stop bitching about it. Move to the South. I know you're saying, but I don't want to live in the South. Well, there's a lot of jobs in the South. Growing markets. Oh. So anyway, I've already gotten off my soapbox, so to speak. I should get back and focus on business news. Talk about how the S&P 500 is getting ready to test 1100 again. I could do that. Or I could talk about Walmart. Walmart made an announcement yesterday, and I love this story, that they're going to open their stores all night long during Thanksgiving. Trying to avoid that Black Friday that happened last year. Last year, a temporary worker was trampled to death. In probably the most glorious story of all time on American consumerism, someone was trampled to death on Black Friday. If Michael Moore didn't put that in his capitalism film, of which I did not see, That's a great story on capitalism, isn't it? We as a nation are willing to run people over and trample them, not break their ribs, kill them. Enough people stepped on this person to kill him. Walmart's going to keep their business locations open overnight on Thanksgiving to ease crowding that led to trampling of a store employee around Black Friday last year. Retail giant said it's hoping that its extended hours will prevent long lines from forming because shoppers will be able to wait inside the stores before the Thanksgiving sales go on sale at 5 a.m. Why not just keep the store open all night long and let people buy whatever the hell they want in the middle of the night and not wait till 5 a.m.? If, if that's your concern, I don't get it. Seems like a silly way to, you know, you still get that anticipation. We'll know two weeks before Thanksgiving what the big sales are on Black Friday at Walmart. Now, this is going to be a big concern this year because people still want their electronics. People still want their clothes. People still want their toys. And Walmart does a really good job of discounting. They do a great job of discounting. Sometimes you got to get maybe not the best TV, maybe the second best TV, but you can get it for a lot cheaper than the best TV. A lot cheaper. Now, in addition to keeping their stores open throughout Thanksgiving, they said they've got some safety plans in place. This year, there's going to be more trampling. Why? Because more people are unemployed than last year. Year over year, if you look at it, we had a glorious year last year compared to this year. And last year was tough. So more trampling expected. So I guess what I would have you do is uh, wear a breastplate. <laughs> wear some shoulder pads if you go to Walmart. How funny would that be? Uh, maybe like a knight's helmet and leave your sword at home. So remember, today, today is Wednesday. And today is leave your your sidearms at home day. So just don't bring them to work, especially to any places that I work, especially if you're angry, especially if I read your email and called you funny. Anyway, um, it's also, back to that email real quick, it's funny how he says, uh, big corporate companies have ruined the very fabric of America. That is such a freaking liberal stupid thing to say on this planet. Big corporate companies are big corporate companies. Live with it. So quit trying to find... And point at evil. Typically, people who point, they never look at themselves in the mirror. They just like pointing at other problems in the world and saying, there's a problem, there's a problem, there's a problem. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. I've never even been in a Walmart. But you know what I love about Walmart? It is like a football game when you go in there. There's pushing, there's shoving. 
There's there's gouging, there's spitting, there's swearing. And it's in retail. 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Show, I'm Rob Black, 9, 10 a.m. If you're wealthy, you know the name's Bulgari. Bulgari. Christian Dior, Hermes, LVMH, Porsche. Not Porsche, Porsche. Richemont, Sotheby's, and Tiffany's. I don't know. Those are the big stocks that you would look at if you want to track a luxury index. I don't think we're living in a luxury time right now. I just opened the Wall Street Journal, and I'm, I'm really sad to say this. Really, really sad to see this. And this is shame on the Wall Street Journal. They, got an, they took an advertising, a whole-page advertising, uh, and it's tough to see it. It says, a guide to annuities. Will you have enough? And it's this gloriously wonderful guaranteed income. This, whoa, look at this. It's in the journal. And then if you see the fine print, it says it's an advertisement. How misleading is that? Doesn't that just totally suck? Like, you got this great newspaper, and sometimes you can't even trust what you see. Oh, no, it's not even one page. It's, it's three pages of an advertisement. That tells you how much you can make in annuities. Annuities are a crap product for 98% of Americans. Annuities are great for highly compensated employees who are young. Annuities, if you take your pension or your 401k and you convert it into an annuity when you're 60 years old, you're financially retarded and you're getting taken advantage of 99% of the time. And the people that sell it to you, they're taking you for a ride. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Let's go to uh, Sarah in Danville. Question about one of your lead stories on your TV show yesterday. You mentioned the drop in share price for one of the bond insurers, and uh, you said that 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 was an insurer of California Muni bonds. So I was wondering how that is going to affect California Muni bonds. Mm, Nothing that's out currently out there. The story is on MBIA. And ultimately what they do is they insure, they guarantee, they're part of its independent subsidiary called National Public Financial Guarantee Corporation, provider of insurance for municipal bonds and stable corporate bonds. What it basically means is that the insurance is still fine and the insurance is still good, but there's going to be fewer players out there. They're losing billions and billions of dollars and they just, you know, they made the wrong bet, so to speak, and they improperly insured sometimes uh, public sector funds, sometimes, you know, bank deposits, sometimes government entities, sometimes investment contracts. It's the investment contracts that got them screwed. It was the the, um, structured investment vehicles, the SIVs and the the products that kind of mashed together various uh, issues because that's how they were, you know, paying the uh, structuring their bonds. Um, it's, it's no big deal to California municipal bonds. There's, there's no correlation. Uh, what it means is in the future, our insurance will likely be higher because there's less competition. But that has no effect on the safety of the muni bonds then? Mm, no. So the safety of the muni bond depends on which muni bond you picked up. Okay. So, great. Thanks for the call. Thanks. 
So 800-345-5639 each calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. UPS sees 2010 volume growth and higher rates. That's one of those headlines that's out there today. And by the way, the markets are up. Stocks are edging higher. Dollar continues to weaken. Um, United Parcel Services. It's funny. You never really... That's one of those companies that you like the the UPS. You like the simplified version versus actually saying United Parcel Service. The world's largest package delivery service. They expect growth in volumes next year. What's that tell you? Does that tell you anything? If you take a look at the share price of UPS and FedEx, does that tell you anything? It kind of does. tells you a little bit about uh, you watch shippers. You watch companies as they ship product. Uh, if we ship more product, our economy is growing. If we ship less product, our economy is contracting. So I do pay attention to what UPS and FedEx say. I'm not really fond of UPS in large part because they're a huge union. Um, and I, I'm not anti-union. Well, I kind of am when it comes to investing. I'm, I'm pro-union when it's in my personal life. I'm anti-union when it comes to investments. In large part, what, what's, what's a union's job? A union's job is take care of employees. What's a company's job? Take care of shareholders. So eh, you get the idea. So the UPS story, it's out there. It's, it's okay. It's not going to make me jump up and down. It's one of those stories that I go, okay, higher volumes. We kind of know that. We're coming out of recession. You've heard the we're coming out of recession angle, right? <sighs> Large solar-powered home community. This was an interesting story coming out of the LA Times today. Large solar-powered home community opens in Santa Fe Springs. A lot of what people expect or don't expect about solar and alternative energy, wind, we go, well, why not just slap the panels up? Well, that doesn't necessarily handle the, the electricity grid properly. What's going to happen in the future, this is what you should look at when you're investing, is alternative energy will become very community-based. In large part, you can change that electrical grid on a community level a lot easier than you can change a whole national level. And who pays for the whole national level? Community, you know who pays for it. It's the local electrical uh, company, you know, PG&E in a lot of cases. Who do you pay your electricity cost to? Or if you're building a new com- community, why not set up a, a solar power generator that powers all 10 homes? A lot easier to pull that off than to be PG&E and say, let's go buy some land up in Tahoe and set up you know, hundreds and thousands of solar panels. So the way we think it's going to work, probably not realistic. The way it's actually going to work is more on a community-based level. So anyway, um, this is a community that's not far from Los Angeles. Comstock Homes is open to what it claims to be the largest solar-powered home community from a single builder. It's going to be 54 anchors. It's going to have uh, 384 residences. Average home is going to be roughly $457,000. Properties will feature dual-pane windows. Uh, but they'll also save power bills by about 60% because it's going to be tied towards solar power. Let's go to David and Hayward. David? Oh, hi, Rob. Hi, David. Uh, I have a question for you. I'm 58 years old, and currently I lost my job. And I was working mainly for just to get the good health benefit anyway. I don't need to work because I have enough assets. Sure. Uh, my question is, how do I go by to plan my next six or seven years? You need to get a job to bridge the uh, lack of Medicaid, Medi-Cal, Medicare. Uh-huh. Um, so get employed again. I don't think you want to pay for healthcare out of your own pocket. If you need an insurance referral to a healthcare agent, let me know and I'll, I'll send you someone out, but that's pretty damn expensive to cover yourself at your age. Oh, I see. Oh. So 
do whatever you can to get a job, whether it be work at Walmart or Home Depot or try to find some more work to cover your that gap until you qualify for Medicare, Medi-Cal? But if I can retire on the assets I have. How much do you have? Do it? You're, ta- um, you're talking a, a pretty healthy cost. Mm-hmm. Because, again, you're, insurance companies like to cover individuals when they're younger because they're not going to use their health care. Right. You're going to likely use a good amount of health care in the next five years. Mm-hmm. So I guess you also keep your fingers crossed on the Obama plan because that might work out for you. Right. But, you know, like I said, you know, I can afford to pay from my pocket. Then so, still I yeah. need to go and work. Uh, how much money do you have, David? Uh, my network, excluding house, is around two and a quarter million. Two and a quarter million. Okay. And what's your budget? Do you know? Yeah, around 50K. Okay. So you're about right. You could probably do this. So what you need right now is an insurance agent to get right. some quotes on some uh, healthcare costs for the next five years. Right. Okay. So, so I'll send you an email to get some referral. Absolutely. Rob at robblack.com. Thanks for the call. Okay. Thank you. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. 5% of Americans plan to buy a home in the next year. That's a little bit odd, right? Just 1 in 20 Americans say they plan to buy a home within the next year, and they're most likely to be 34 years or younger and living in the South or the West. Roughly a quarter of potential buyers said the number one reason that they would buy now is because prices have bottomed out. That reason taught bargain priced foreclosures, worries about rising interest rates, and a wide selection of homes. The number one reason why I would buy a home right now is mortgage rates. I'm going to be talking with a mortgage lender in the second hour of the show today. Uh, so, good-looking man. He's probably one of the best-looking men that's 50 years old that I've ever seen in my life. And I say that with a lot of comfort in my heterosexuality. Good-looking man. Um, Let's see, what else do we got there? Okay, so most people think the price is a bottom. That's pretty silly. So a survey was conducted by Move.com. They reveal how Americans are responding to a fragile housing recovery after three years of staggering price declines. Percentage of buyers thinking of jumping into the market was slightly down from a March survey. But home prices have rebounded this past summer. And people are saying, woo, let's jump in. There's high unemployment. Foreclosures are clouding the pictures. And I don't think people have realized the damage that foreclosures are going to do for a long, long. Remember that uh, commercial for cell phone service where she goes, exactly how long is my contract? And the guy goes, it's long. And it goes on for like a good 35, 45 seconds. It's one of the more annoying. And then one cell phone customer, uh, cell phone service person claps the arm of another guy and he continues on with long. Anyway, um, the damage of foreclosures, it's going to last a long time. A lot of people are jumping into foreclosures thinking they could flip the property, but who are they going to flip it to? See, That's the problem. A lot of people think there's easy money in real estate, and there's not. Recent housing figures and home build earnings support a stabilizing housing market, but that's in the best three months of the year, the spring and summertime. So now we're going to go back into the wintertime, and we're going to see where we stand. And at some point in time, this federal home buyer tax credit is going to end, and that will change the picture a little bit. Buyers who have owned their home for five years right now you're eligible for a tax credit of $6,500. Now, you go, woo, I've owned my home for five years. But no, no, no. That's only if you buy another home. You have to move up to another home. And there's going to be a lot of fraud in these prog- programs because, you know, a lot of people think, well, I'll sell my home to my neighbor. My neighbor will buy my home. And we bought it, you know, five years ago and we'll make it out that way. And you'll go to jail at some point in time is what's going to happen to you. 
So people who surveyed favored federal policies that kept interest rates low. They've helped troubled homeowners avoid foreclosure. 45% of Americans worry that they or someone they know will face foreclosure in the next year. Almost 30% of those with a mortgage have contracted. Um, they ultimately got in touch with their lender, trying to you know figure out ways to contractually reduce their payments. So a lot of people never saved up for emergencies, and they take their time finding a job, and they tap into that home, and they tap into an equity line of credit. Almost a quarter of Americans who have refinanced their mortgages have used their savings um, for living expenses, and that's sad. Because I don't think we realize, again, how short our work career truly is. Now, if you take a look at buying a home and you learn that you know 20% of Americans want to buy a home next year, they want to. That doesn't mean that they will, but they want to. Uh, Silicon Valley, our housing as a nation is still pretty much so most expensive. Like, homes are damn expensive here. They're extremely affordable elsewhere in the country. And people just don't think of that. The Silicon Valley real estate market is down quite a lot from its peak. Um, San Jose, Sunnyvale, Santa Clara, that whole metropolitan area is the nation's most expensive. Average home price is $566,000. Now, when you're number one, what can you become after that? Number one, one? Number one, AA? One AA, 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 Or do you have room to fall? For instance, a lot of people go, ooh, I like a five-star mutual fund. No, you don't want a five-star fund. You want a one-star fund that's going to become a five-star fund. If you could possibly find that diamond in the rough. Because there's only one way for it to go. So average home in Sunnyvale, Santa Clara, San Jose, down 13% year over year. Let's see if there's anything else. Um, Overall, um, San Francisco. Okay. San Francisco, Oakland, Fremont. This area, the lovely neighbor to the north of Santa Clara and San Jose, median price is 538000 That's down 12.6% year over year. Housing prices stabilize in a lot of the country. Tax credit helps. Nationwide, the average house is what? Nationwide, the average house is $177,000. So you can live in the Bay Area at 538000 when we've got 12 to 20% unemployment or underemployment. Or you can live anywhere else in the country for $177,000 on average. Now, again, do you want to live anywhere else in the country? It brings up the question. Remember the guy who sent me the email bitching and whining that he can't find a job? Just came out of college, got a great degree, can't find a job? Go to where the jobs are. And that's where, where jobs are. You get growth in home values because people want a job that's close to what? Work. So they don't have to drive in traffic all day. So they can get home and watch Jeopardy. Sit down with their sugar booger and watch a comedy on CBS like Two and a Half Men that's not funny. 800-345-5639. Get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. I think, is that gamer girl out there? Okay. I'm a little intimidated. Just got a mohawk thing going on. <laughs> We're going to be talking Call of Duty 4, 5, 6. It's one of the ones. It's the newest one. It's the hottest selling piece of product in America right now. It's maybe the biggest entertainment launch ever. IE sales over $500 million on the first couple days of, of sales. That's intimidatingly big. 800-345-5639. Get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 19 a.m. More stimulating talk. This is actually pretty appropriate. The song is about death and hell in the United States. <laughs> We're kind of going through a little bit of hell, but also I want to talk a little bit about death. 
The so-called DC sniper was put to death last night. No final words. He went without saying much. Took him a good six, seven years to put him down. Killed 10 plus people. Ruined lives. But do you know how much it costs to kill someone in the United States? Typically over $4 million. Is that not ludicrous? You can make me executioner when I retire from radio and television. I'll, I'll kill them two at a time. So bring them on in. I'll kill them two at a time. But the problem is we've killed people that shouldn't have been killed. And sometimes people will recant their testimonies. And sometimes people will get DNA evidence that clears them. So at some point in time, we have to make a decision as a country. Are we going to continue to spend $4 million in the death sentence process, which I think we can all raise our hand and say, that's the most ridiculous, ludicrous thing I've ever heard in my life. Why does it cost so much to kill someone? You know, it's biblical proportions, the arguments that you can throw out there. It's a lot cheaper to imprison someone for life than to execute them. So it's 10 times more expensive to kill than to keep alive. Now, that may make me change my opinion on killing them. Where do you stand on this? I think we should uh, turn North Dakota into a prison state. Just the whole state. (laughs) Just send them to North Dakota. Let them roam, and that'll be their punishment, because there's nothing going on in North Dakota other than some pretty good skiing. Um, California's legendary, legendary, that's easy for me to say, California's slow appeal system, it's legendary, produces an average wait of 20 years from conviction to fatal injection. It's 20 years. That's ludicrous. You can kill your wife, Lacey Peterson, and 20 years later, that guy will be put to death. After what was considered a brutal, savage case that was Crazy with sex and misleading the world. 20 years. Now there's a judge who's going around saying, you know, after my 15 years on the bench, I've started to think about it. And he goes, every one of my cases bogged up the appellate system. So not only when you sentence someone to death, they get to appeal, 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 appeal. And thus it slows down the court system for new justice to be doled out. I don't think I have a right answer. I can tell you that the state of New Jersey has recently said too expensive to kill people. We're just going to imprison them for life. So the the governor has said, screw the death penalty. I'm going to exonerate, not exonerate. I'm going to commute the executions. So it's kind of weird, right? One of those things where you're going, Rob, do you really have an opinion about the death penalty that's tied towards money? Yeah. And that's something I would be saying right now if I was running for governor. Send them to Stockton. Maybe that's worse than sending them to North Dakota. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Santa Clara-based applied materials. Now, this is a sign of the times, right? Santa Clara-based applied materials. They're the largest maker of semiconductor equipment in the world. They're cutting more jobs. We're going to find this out tonight. I'm going to tell you about it today because analysts are already talking about it. Looks like Santa Clara-based applied materials can cut 15% of their workforce. Last night, we heard Adobe say that they're going to cut 300 people from the Bay Area. What's that mean to me? I feel bad for Adobe. But that means to me 300 mortgages ain't going to be getting paid anytime soon. And or people are going to dip into their savings. So I see money in everything. Job cuts, I see money in it. But what does this, this applied material story tell me even more so? The company is not going back to 2000 level spending. 2007 was a great year for technology as far as capital spending goes. As far as, hey, let's go get a new TV. Hey, let's go get uh, a new computer. Let's put a new server in the office. 
you're hearing from Microsoft to Intel. Apple does it very quietly, but Applied Materials does it a little bit louder. Cutting 15% of their staff. Getting it to the right levels is what they're saying. So, again, what does that mean to you and me? The glory days, and again, that's why I want Bruce Springsteen glory days. I almost want it playing nonstop. They ain't coming back anytime soon. Marin was the BMW capital of the world. Why? Are all the great jobs in the world in Marin? No, of course not. Home values went up and people tapped in that piggy bank. And those glory days of tapping in that piggy bank are over. Memory chip companies like Samsung, they fueled the boom last year, two years ago. They spent $29 billion on, on equipment. There's a glut of semiconductors out there. There's a glut of chip capacity out there. Now, the collapse in prices wiped out industry profits. Companies like Comanda and Spansion, they went into bankruptcy. The realigned supply with demand, the industry shut down. Older plants, they curbed expansion plans. You've seen big semiconductor player Intel say they're, they're going to spend $5 billion on new plants next year versus $8.1 billion. So the industry is not going back to its glory days. And if you think it is, you're wrong. So Applied's going to cut about 7% of its workforce in the year 2008, another 15% in 2009. Adobe cutting 680 jobs. Again, 300 of them right here in the Bay Area. It ain't coming back. The glory days, the, the, the high end of living. Now, again, keep in mind, I'm talking about in your economic career of 40 years. We went through the greatest period of investing and the greatest period of retail spending and the greatest period of, of home appreciation that we've ever gone through in our lives in the 90s and early 2000s. we got to get a little bit more sober and go back to living like we were in the 80s. Just for a few 15 years. So, again, the 80s to about 92. That's a 12-year period. 92 to about 2006. What's that 14-year period? You can see that when I'm talking about a 14-year cycle of... A 40-year cycle of, of being in, in of working from age 20 to 60, the fat part's over for some of us. Anyway, 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. I'm excited to talk about Call of Duty. I played the last Call of Duty, and it was a cinematic experience. I've got many questions for Gamer Girl. How do you become a Gamer Girl? When you're 10 years old, do you dream of becoming Gamer Girl? Next hour, I'm also going to be talking with Joe Cucciera. Good Italian name. We're going to be talking about some new mortgage rules. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. Black John Rob Black talking all things financial. Kind of was goofing off during the commercial break and uh, reading through the journal. Part of the Wall Street Journal, it's in four sections. Part of the Wall Street Journal is the technology journal. And you know I'm a little bit of a tech freak, tech geek, tech nerd. Grew up playing an Atari 2600 joystick in my hand. So probably more comfortable with the joystick in my hand than, well, I think every guy could probably say that in some way, shape, or form. Um, anyway, Apple emerges as Nintendo's game rival. This is a big story. 
Three years ago, did you even think Apple was a gaming company? Three years ago, you thought of the, like, hey, that's the company that makes those colored computers that are really stylish. And then they got into the little iPod and the iTouch and the iPhone. And Apple is kicking Japan in the doodads. They're, they're doing a great job. Nintendo, when I was growing up, Nintendo was it. Sony PlayStation was it. Sega, do you remember Sega? Sega had those, cra- those crazy commercials. Sega! Sega was the best gaming. It was the, the Japanese. They own the gaming market. And now it's USA, USA, USA. It's Apple. Nintendo's gadgets and software dominate the portable video game market for now. But Apple's creeping up on them. Games on the go is what it's all about. Handheld games. Next year, I'm going to be talking with Gamer Girl about Call of Duty 4. And it's an expensive, it's a movie experience. But now it's simple little games of, you know, jumping Mario over a, over a box. It's a faster selling market because the expensive games are exactly that. They're expensive. They're expensive to make. And if you have a flop, Wall Street freaks out. So Nintendo and Sony's dominance is giving way to Apple. There's a developer for Apple who contacted me and he's like, do you want me to build you an application that you can get, you know, your radio show and your videos and your TV and all things Rob and, you know, crap like that. And I'm like, it's a fast growing market. See, anyway, global unit sales of DS devices down about 15% year over year and Apple's on the blowout. They are blowing it out. Anyway, um, I guess I brought that up because when you take a look at Apple, our perception of the company a year ago, or let's say five years ago, we valued it at X. We said it was worth, what, roughly $90 billion? $90 billion back in 07. It was probably worth, I don't know, $45 billion back in 06. And now today it's worth... $180 $180 billion as a company. If you have $182 billion, you can buy every share of Apple. And you can tell Steve Jobs what to do. <laughs> tell him to take off the damn turtleneck. Um, or the the mock turtleneck, as it's correctly referred to. It's a faux turtleneck. Anyway, um, five years ago, we didn't think of them as a gaming company. Now they're a video gaming company. And you know what the best part about it is? They don't even make the video games. They let other companies make the video games, and they'll sell it for them, and they'll take a piece of the action. It's a good business model if you can get it. 800-345-5639 calls on the air. Going through the papers this morning, I saw a Cupertino bicyclist, 74 years old, killed near De Anza College. Santa Clara County Medical Examiner said a 74-year-old bicyclist was struck and killed by a car near De Anza. Now, part of me cheers because anyone who's 74 years old, they're not, they don't have a job. They don't have income. They're not paying taxes. They're a drain on society. They're taking Medicaid, Medi-Cal. They're taking Social Security. My taxes are covering them. Now, again, I'm not going to be so insensitive to say that. But you know what? Bikers in the Bay Area, I know people love bikes in the Bay Area. You die. You can't go through Sausalito without almost killing someone multiple, multiple times in a one-mile stretch. People are a little bit too aggressive with their bikes in the Bay Area. And, again, I say that from the East Coast perspective, coming from the East Coast. People don't take bicycles on, on, on highways. People take bicycles on highways here. It's crazy. Anyway, again, I digress. Google is giving me a Christmas present. And I say, thank you, Google. Google, Yahoo, eBay, and Microsoft. They're all big competitors on the web, right? That's, again, Microsoft at one point in time, you saw them as software, but now you see them as 
they're, they're a web company too. Um, all of them have the same idea for marketing themselves this holiday. Get this, what they're going to give us? Free Wi-Fi in airports. I love that. I wish that would become a norm. Using Boingo kind of sucks at airports because you feel like, ah, oh, I got to log in and it's crazy expensive. And then you check your emails and no one's emailed you. So you're like, why did I do that? Anyway, Google announced yesterday that they're going to provide free Wi-Fi in 47 airports across the country. Boston, Houston, Seattle. Travelers who connect a wireless hotspot in the airport will see a browser page that gives them the chance to donate three of their charities and have that donation matched by Google. One thing I like about Google is a certain percentage of their earnings automatically, no, 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 a certain percentage of their business model automatically goes to figuring out things like cures for cancer, charity work, non-Google business. Ultimately, you know the guy from 3M who came up with a yellow sticky note? 3M used to let their scientists dedicate 15% of their work week to whatever the project they wanted to work on. Now, he came up with the sticky note. Why? Because he was a Bible reader at church, and he had to keep going back to these certain sections, and he couldn't find them fast enough. So he came up with a sticky note. So I like the fact that Google thinks out of the box on occasion. Now, Google's providing free Wi-Fi on Virgin American flights. Love Virgin America. Richard Branson, I'm, I love you, I love you, I love you. Flying to L.A. now, under $100 round trip with a great flight with a brand new airplane. I love brand new airplanes. Dig brand new airplanes. Don't you always feel a little bit safer when it's a brand new airplane? Anyway, um, eBay, the web auction powerhouse, they're going to provide free Wi-Fi on some Delta Airlines during the week of Thanksgiving logging on. Uh, users will take uh, eBay's holiday page, but they'll be free to roam from there. Now, uh, Microsoft, they've given away Wi-Fi access at hotels and airports, encouraging users to make a query on their new search engine, Bing. Yahoo, they're going to give away free Wi-Fi in the New York Times, uh, New York Times Square during the holidays. One street of the busy area was converted into a pedestrian zone with lawn chairs in the spring, giving more of a reason to dawdle and flip open a laptop. Love these things. Boingo Wireless, they operate the pay for hotspots and airports. They're part of the project. So, again, uh, long story short, free Wi-Fi while we're traveling, free Wi-Fi in the hotels. Dig that. And would I actually fly on a Virgin flight over Southwest because of Wi-Fi? Hell, yeah, I would. You probably would, too. It's a service we want. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in here. It's 800-345-5639. It's the Rob Black Show, 910 AM. Coming up, I'm going to be talking video games and mortgages. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Coming up with Gamer Girl. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.